Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you're listening on any of the wonderful devices such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, what have you, uh, hit that subscribe button. Also, if you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to hit that bell on the side where we will be dropping all wonderful content and you can see it first, once again, if you hit that bell button. Uh, a bunch of other things are happening today on the podcast, great things, which we're going to be talking about in a little bit, but also, 100%, you need to remember, get that leg! Collective Podcast, Episode 12. What are we going to talk about, Christian? Do I know? Yes, I do. That is Antonio Gerardo, Staten Island comedian, going on six years of amazing talent and doing great things for our community as far as in Staten Island. Christian, what do you have to say? It's another Jerry Light episode, which that means I've instantly regretted giving him power again. But... The luck is all in your hands, Christian. Yep. Please but, have faith in me. But before uh, I, I give the baton over to Jerry and we get on with the interview... I'll pass it over to you. Uh, yeah, first, uh, some uh, some notes, some uh, cleanup, if it will, if it were. Um, so on October 20th, uh, Jerry and I are going to be at the Vault of Horror Film Festival. I've never been so afraid in my life. So we'll be at the fourth, the, bleh, the fourth annual Vault of Horror Film Festival, Saturday, October twentieth, at Amendment eighteen, six hundred ninety-one Bay Street on Staten Island, New York. Say hi. There's going to be a whole bunch of uh, films there. I'm not too sure if we're going to drop something, and I, I'm Chris is probably yelling, yelling, yelling at me right now just through YouTube. As, as he's listening, because I dropped something. The YouTube hands show. are really speaking for themselves. Chris, be a very gentle person. Yes. Please. And uh, we're going to be there. Um, guys, uh, for our podcast, to another podcast, uh, for all you wrestling fans out there, if you would like to listen to uh, a great show, our friends over at the Empty Arena podcast, they talk about all things wrestling. Oh, those studs. Um, they, uh, they, they took Joe Valenti from us. Chris, do you think we're ever going to have him on the show? Um, I'm really getting worried. Well, maybe. I don't know. If, you know, They name-dropped Joe Valenti. That's our, that's our gimmick. Do you guys. think we have to sue them? Uh, probably. Okay, cool. But uh, yeah, but uh, that's the Empty Arena podcast. Uh, you listen to them on all the wonderful ways you can listen to them. I'm not, I'm not, I have to figure out like where you can listen to Yeah, I know. This is bad. This is a bad uh, advertisement. But yeah, they're on iTunes. You can listen to them on iTunes and uh, Apple Podcasts and whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to hopefully be on it one day soon to talk about wrestling because i got a lot goals. of shit on my mind. So for the month of October, since it's Halloween month and we have a special film coming out uh, at the end of the month, we're going to have Chris Marcianti back on. I'm not too sure if it's going to be a double episode. Now, I got to say, Christian, you have been hyping him up tremendously on this one. Chris is going to probably be coming in in his scary Michael Myers mask with a tuxedo on. Yes. And he's just going to sit there awkwardly, quietly, just the way I like yes. him. Him and me are going to get into a debate, an argument, like only me and Chris can. For those of you that know me and Chris, we just argue for hours. Loving, loving, but... Um, 
I already see you hugging uh, him out. He he. He said that I was very coy on the last episode that he was on. That I wasn't, I wasn't um, antagonized as much. But uh, when his episode comes up, I'm going to be all reigns ahead. You're going to be triggered. Oh yeah, I'm going to be triggered to the point. We're all going to debate. We're going to talk about Halloween. Even I'll get offended. We're going to talk about Halloween, all the movies, why Chris thinks the new movie is going to suck, why I think the new movie is going to be good. It's going to be back to back episodes. I think. I don't know if we have enough content for both. For two episodes, but we're gonna have Chris on. He's gonna promote the Volta Horror. He's gonna we're gonna talk about all things Halloween. We're gonna we're gonna uh, do childhood memories. We're gonna debate about the little nuances of the Halloween movies. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about my favorite. Well, not my favorite, but um, Halloween Six. We're gonna talk about again, and we're gonna do a what if. Me and Chris had the reins to do a Halloween Six. What we would have done differently. What they did good. Um, you can see I'm getting excited already. Jerry's shaking his head. How, the Halloween Christian, this is like Christmas for, for me as far as how geeking out you're going to be. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm geeking out. Jerry Ore has his costume already. He's going to be sitting here in the banana costume. I'm going to be sitting here in a gorilla costume. Chris Barcianti is going to sit here not in a costume because we're not going to tell him that he's in a costume. Um, I'm just kidding. But, so you're saying this is man versus food. This is man versus food. This is ape versus food. <laughs> Uh, Planet of the Apes versus the Planet of the Bananas, or um, Sausage Party. Love so it. You can have the bananas in it. But yeah, so um, I'm rambling on too much. Um, I think that's it for all the stuff that I needed to promote. And lastly, before anything, as we're about to end, Christian, shut the fuck up. Okay. Let's go, and we're out. All right, Jerry, you can uh, you can have the reins. I'll still be on the podcast, but I'll be very quiet. You better be. I'll talk. I'll, I'll, I'll like, like we have a Craig Lloydgen. I'll, I'll chip in a little bit. You'll be a good boy. Bit. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be a good boy. And here is the interview. What is going on, everybody? Collective Podcast here, episode 12. I am here, ignoring me to my left, as always, Christian Caputo, the wonderful, beautiful bastard that you are. And then, second person as my guest, in the hot seat, comedian on Staten Island, Antonio Gerardo. Oh, man, it's great to be in the Guselli Mansion. Guselli Mansion. I was telling people I was doing this podcast, people who know who he is, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Jerry. And he's like... You call him Jerry? You guys are on that, like, nickname basis? Like, I don't know. The guy, do you like Jerry? Like, I hate everything about Jerry. No, oh, okay. Joking. All right. Okay. <laughs> no, it's all All right, Jerry. Jerry. Exactly. I hate he doesn't watch Jerry Bro, McGuire. I'm, no, he doesn't even watch <laughs> I don't even watch Jerry Springer. What are you talking about? No, I'm yeah, He doesn't watch Jerry Springer because they name him also you know, the Jews. You know, he can't hate the conflict of interest with, Bro, the, uh, with, his, uh, with his career. You already oh, boy, know. <laughs> We're already getting to the hot seat. Uh, Not uh-huh. just for you, no. but just for me. Oh, too. it's getting hot for him. But yeah, no, I'm glad to be here. It's very fun. You guys are cool. You guys have had a good run. It's what, episode 12, right? Episode 12. Yeah, episode 12. All right, 12. if I keep talking, this might be ep- the last episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the series finale of the Collective Fun. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Now, we got lucky on Craig Lloyd's and that was my first time. I think the second one's going to be my last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're both on the same yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's my first one for you. So yeah. if you weren't wasting your time with us, where would you be right now? No, I'd probably be knee-deep in my baby shit. <laughs> this kid, he just shits nonstop. Like, it's a new thing. He he, uh, having a baby, he's like, uh, he's like a Pokemon, but, like, every time he evolves, he just learns a shitty skill. Like, 
He either like shits his pants, like he, his shit defies gravity. Like he poops up his back, like. Oh. So if he's sitting, to you, like, the impossible. He it, it is. It's like up up and away. It's like he's like Superman poop. He like literally <laughs> shoots up his back, and then every time you hope that it's gonna be like an easy cleanup, it gets in his armpits. Oh. And like it's it's gross. You know they don't tell you this. I think these babies are these adorable little things. And they don't let you know that until the first week. Like honestly, honestly, I've seen so much poop. I think I can make it as like a scat fetish porn star. Like I think I could do it. Like, like I get like two girls, one cup. That used to gross me out. Now I'm like, you know, this could be this could be a viable career option for me. He watches it normally now because because it has no effect. I I watch two girls, one cup for like the artistic value. It's like, oh man, I get it now. Coming to a museum near you. There we go. Always in the city. Like I'm like, oh, you know, they could finger paint with it. Like it's very, it's it's, you know, poop is very underrated. You know, color scheme. It's very very malleable. You know, you could finger paint. Like you know, you do like like if my son ever gets in trouble and the police come, we're gonna use that as like the ink blot, just the poop little hand. Well, like mud pies, like well, like I'm this like, shit's getting I'm, real right now. Just getting, I'm telling no, you, I was this like, is gonna be the last episode <laughs> of the Goose Cast. I, I I wasn't updating myself, but you know, like with the mud pies, like you you get a big thing of mud. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like instead of mud, it's poop. It's yeah, it's, it's as I'm making the hand movement. He's making the hand movement, but it's not. It's more fluid. You can kind of like wash your hands with it, like Purell, and eventually it's, it moisturizes. Yeah. This is good. I mean, I don't know if your listeners are into the scat community, but uh, <laughs> poop sex. Don't be afraid of it. You know, it, it's fine. You gotta accept it into your heart and into your rectum, and it's fine. You know, it's all. It's good. But yeah, no, having a baby, yeah, I would, I'd be. Spending time with a little guy right now. It, it, listen, it, it is. He's cute. He's adorable. He's a little Guido. <laughs> he grew. He was born with a full head of hair, and it already was like blown out like Paulie did. Like he just there came out. Go. He came out with sunglasses, a fake so, tan. So you're the Vinny to his Paulie. I am the Vinny to his Paulie. <laughs> so, so when you get to hit up like Janks or like the Jersey oh, Shore man, right now, Janks. I think he's old enough. We we uh we make a joke. Me and my friend because we used to be bros. Me and my Bro. friend, and we used to go out to Janks. We used to go to. Uh, not headline. Headline was good. Janks, uh, Seaside, uh, Karma, Bamboo, like all the, all the, all the oh, Guido Karma cesspool. Shit, Karma was a Guido cesspool. If you walked in there without like chlamydia, and you walked out clean, you were saint. God, God bless you. You must be the luckiest man alive because you could pee and just get the clap. So with your new baby boy, big congratulations. Thank by you. The way. Thank so you. when is his debut comedy show going to be, and where are you gonna do it for? His uh, his debut comedy show is gonna be at the random step I leave him at because his kid is too much. <laughs> I can't no, he's uh, no. He, I don't know. I hope you know. You always hope your kid has a good sense of humor. Yeah. Like, you see some of these kids that like you know I try and play with other kids. Um, like obviously not just random kids. I'm not just around. Like, hey, I wanna, knew that one was coming. Hey, wanna have catch? He's like, mom, stranger danger. No, like, uh, like I, you know, I try and play with these kids and be like, oh hey, you know, make a funny face and these kids just look at you like you're retarded. Like, you know, I mean, I feel like the kids because they're so saturated with YouTube. Like, I feel like their sense of humor is either not there because they've never gotten a chance to really grow. Like, think about it, what was your favorite cartoon growing up? Like, I was like, oh hysterical. my god. Oh my god! So... Way to turn the questions on us, right? Yeah, there. no, no, no. Because I'm gonna realize. Because I'm gonna. This is this is the gateways. I feed back, and I'm gonna tell you who I yeah. love. Yeah. So like, like uh, um, so Rugrats was a, was a big one. Rugrats was great. Yeah. Tom, yo, Angelica was the first bitch. Like that's how yeah. I learned what a bitch was. Like yo, yeah. this is girl Angelica. I don't know the word for it yet, but once I hear it. <laughs> Once I heard someone say, hey, yo, you bitch. I was like, oh, Angelica. Angelica, there you go. That's right. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and then you Facebook scroll on every yeah. Angelica you, that you know. You dumb bitch. <laughs> you now dumb I know bitch. what to call you. 
breaking Tommy's balls because he plays with a rattle. <laughs> yeah, dude. And Rugrats, At 31 years old. Rugrats was, was high, like, watching it as an adult, there was some, like, highbrow stuff. Like, there was an episode that, uh, if you look at it, it's on, like, all those, like, YouTube. Oh, like, no, was, yeah, I know which one. Oh, like, the, the Watch Me yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them was that, um... His grandfather like yeah. rented a porn video, yeah. and they just threw that right oh, in there. That one I didn't hear. No, Holy no, shit. it was, um, wow. it was, it was. He goes, uh, oh, I, I rented a uh, reptar in space. Yeah, and for the then kids. I also rented lonely space, lonely space vixens, which that's for when after you guys go to bed. Yeah, you go. Tommy's grandpa's gonna Tommy jerk you while the kids are sleeping. Tommy Chuck, look at him like what? Yeah, that's the grandpa I want. He's probably popping a Cialis. All right, kids are going to bed. I'm gonna get knee deep in some lube with some space vixens, and that was cool because in the '90s, as a kid, you could throw that in there. No one got upset. No parents were like, "Oh my god, oh that my kid god. ban Rugrats." And now, meanwhile, like you know, fucking Dory the Explorer uses the wrong pronoun. Fucking, they're gonna like complain and cancel the show. He said she. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> Who has this time to be offended? Like, I I can't remember the last time like, I genuinely was like, wow, that offended me so much. I'm gonna comment on this Facebook. No, status. I know like, what you mean though. I've never been yeah. upset. Yeah. No, they they were trying to can't. What show? Um, it it came back. Uh, the Tim Allen show. They can't. Oh yeah, because he's like super back, conservative. Yeah. Like, oh man, I guess he got picked up by Fox now. Right? Yeah. ABC dropped. The first episode just came on yesterday, like two days. Or even ago. like the thing with Roseanne Barr, which I'm not gonna defend what she said. Yeah, like, no, me neither. But. I'm just gonna say, but like back in the day, I feel like if she would have said something like that, it would have been like, all right, just fine her, cut her out of a season, and let her back. Because they fire, they can't. The people who had nothing to do with that statement got fired from the show. Yeah. So like. The kid who plays like the little kid in there. Oh, guess what, Junior? You're out of a job because Roseanne's yeah. a racist. He's like, but I, I mean, if the kid was like, listen, I totally agree with Roseanne. Like, oh, I think fucking can that little. And then there, and, and here's everyone's defense towards it. Yeah. It's 2018, you know. Mm. <laughs> we're, we're progressing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but also people who are famous should have publishers to be like, oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't say exactly. that. <laughs> like, I would if I was famous, I would totally need a publicist because I'd be the guy who I just go with like go too hard on like Twitter and Facebook and be like, fuck, I'm out of a, <laughs> out of a job. So we're gonna be looking for a publicist for you on this there one. You go. We are really multitasking our endeavors right now. So now it's it's pretty interesting when like you were talking about your son from before mm -hmm. and just with like the whole aspect with him and his future and stuff like that. But let's go back to the past a little bit. So when we first when you first started like announcing that your wife was pregnant, oh, yeah. you guys did like a Britney Spears cover. We did. So I'm really curious to hear like you know why that song like what made her want to do that oh, like man. what so what. Uh... They were singing, she's so lucky, she's a star. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she's lucky. That's when she filed the divorce papers. Like, oh, man, you kind of have the great time. But she cries, cries, cries. No, my wife's actually, she's a, Sarah, my wife, she's a very good singer. She sang uh, in chorus in Tottenville. Uh, she's just always been passionate about singing. She's never really pursued it, which I always wanted to do, like, at least a cover band or something. But so every now and then we'll get, we'll oh, collaborate. That's my next question. She never done anything like she that? She never did anything. And it's a shame. It's like, it's like in uh, Good, you know, Bronx Tale. It's like <laughs> the worst thing in life is wasted talent. You know what yeah. I mean? Saddest thing. But uh, no, but it's great. She loves it. So every now and then we collaborate and we're like, all right, you know, let's do something that we can both get involved in, right? You'll play some bass and we got to sing a song that's like really, like you have to be, um, Really oblivious to subtext if you didn't know where that song was going. Like, like it's <laughs> hit one? me, baby, one more time. Oh, yeah. Well, if you really looked into, it, is he gonna like assault a child? Like, we really looked into it. Oh like, wow, yeah. No. Yeah, like if, you, if someone was super analytical, it's like, oh, hit me, baby, one more time. Is he gonna beat his wife into a minute? Like this, like it could have been really like you, like the social justice wars could have really took a spin. It's like, well, what do you mean? Why are you hitting the baby? What did the baby do to oh, you? Oh, what did the baby do? I had um, I had a friend when I when I was younger. She was like, she was like. Four years younger than me, and she was singing um, uh, Spice Girls, 
Mm. If you want to be in my life, I'm like, dude, you're like seven. Yeah, seven. Like, what are you, what are you? Chris Hansen comes in like, what song were we just saying? Like, Sit there, Dixie, like, Dixie. I'm like, what? He pulls up your internet history. He's like, oh, so he says in this chat room, you said, hey, baby, ASL. That's for the old listeners, the eight sex location back in the uh, the uh, 90s chat room grind. Oh, back when Howard Stern was always yeah, yeah, Howard, ASL, man. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it is crazy how like. You got these kids singing Cardi B. Yeah. And Cardi B's a sick hood rat. Like, I mean, I prefer Nikki because at least, like, she doesn't try to, like, come off as classy. <laughs> and she knows where she, like, Nikki knows what she's, she's doing. so much more lyrical, too. She yeah, she's way, yeah, she's she way more. She Yeah, she's scary. Like, I would not want to ever her meet eyes, her in her a... eyes, it's like, hmm. It's like, like, my <laughs> only problem with Nicki Minaj is, like, she named a song called Chun-Li. And I'm like, oh, awesome! There's gonna be mad Street Fighter references. There was not one Street Fighter reference. Wow, you know, it's so interesting you said that because I was like, kind of going for the same thing. I was like, definitely hoping to see like how witty. She Hadouken! Could be. I was wanting to see a Hadouken for no reason. And you know what's funny is I could hear her saying that. Yeah. So that's what's funny about it. Um, because she has like she, these random outbursts when she does like her raps or whatever. Oh yeah, she's when like, she does the Roman dream, when she goes into like her split personality. Oh yeah, no, that's split. That's the reason why she creeps me out. It's because that split personality when her voice goes from like up to like. Like the really kid deep. voice. Of, oh, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, she's odd. I would not want to mess with that. Yeah. Just because she might just do that voice. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's like, it. Whoa, just take my money. And when she smiles, it's like creepy. She has that weird because she's so much. She's so plastic surgery. She's yeah. got. She's like literally like a living. She's the closest thing to like a living Barbie doll. Like, no, I, 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 I've seen worse. You've seen real bad. I, I, I've seen worse. I've seen worse. But yeah, I've seen like, them at Toys R Us. I've seen them at Toys R Us. Oh, no, I don't, I don't know exactly, like... They don't rap yeah. songs with false promises of video game analogies, which I was really upset about. Oh. Like, what's next? Do you name a song called Mortal Kombat and then I even mention, like, Scorpion? Like, it's like... <laughs> Bullshit. Wait, it's bullshit. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. You know what? That's a Cardi B. That's my vote. Right, it, it's, it's an utter offense to all '90s millennials. Obviously. <laughs> that's a, that's this, this, we're, we're just ranting about this for. I'm upset. Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole purpose of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I should start a hashtag. Where the fuck? <laughs> what's Ken? Right? You? You didn't mention Bison. And and Bison. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned Toys R Us. Like now, like no, your, your son man. now is going to grow up in a world that doesn't. Yeah. Have you know. I just remember, like, getting smacked by my dad because I would act a fool in Toys R Us. Like, Toys R Us was, like, the one place, like, you could go and just be a kid. Like, yeah. my son's, I can't be like, all right, son, ready to toy shop? All right, here's this uh, Amazon here's this tab. Link. Here's the Amazon. Yeah. Here's the Amazon tab. Here's the Best Buy tab. Uh, here's here, my credit card. Here's my credit card. Go wild, you know. But, yeah, Toys R Us, you could go in there. Like, I would just play with Nerf guns, shoot at random kids, throw ball. <laughs> I was a bad kid, so what I would do in Toys R Us is I would go to the ball aisle. Remember they would have, like, that really rinky-dink, like, uh, it was like like a cage for, like, the oh, big yeah. bouncy balls, right? I worked at Toys R Us. Yeah, so you know what I think? Yeah, it's, it was, like, really freaking. I would literally just grab those balls and just hurl them as, as far as I could throw them into the aisles, like... So, I don't know who they would hit if they Shooting hit anybody. Shooting for the fences. Yeah, I had to clean was, that up, you bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, but, I mean, but in the time scream, it wasn't you. Because yeah, this is now we're talking like a good eight-year-old Antonio you know, and Bainbridge. Christian was a kid when he worked there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian transcends time and space. He's just always a manager. Like, <laughs> what are you kids doing? He's just the omnipresent Toys yeah, R Us manager. We were born the same year. No yeah. big deal. <laughs> That's like, uh, too, with like when we were younger with the books for Christmas. Like the Christmas books. The yeah. Biggest Christmas books. You used to, I want this. Oh, yeah. You used to get the big, like, Christmas Bible, and you'd yeah. be like, as we would rub it in the Jewish kids' faces, they're like, oh, he's like, oh, look what I'm getting for Christmas. Because you didn't think about it, they called it the Christmas book. They never called it like the holiday, the holiday book. book. 
Like, you know, I remember, like, showing it to, like, one of my friends who was Jewish, and he was like, uh, oh, whatever, I have Hanukkah Harry. I was like, what? And I was intrigued. So so apparently his parents, like, because they, they were so upset, like, that you know, everyone had, you know, Santa Claus. They're like, oh, you know, we got Hanukkah Harry. I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. I think the new they could have... I think the new thing now is they have like mench on the bench. You, you know, mench on the bench. You know, yeah. uh, you know Shark Tank, right? Yes, I think yes. that's where the, like that idea. Came yeah, from. it's a computer elf on a shelf. Yeah, elf on a shelf. He's just <laughs> he's just a really judgy like Yiddish guy. Just on, he can put him wherever you want. You could want to. I think the more amusing thing is like when you have like a Barbara uh, Kokarin or whatever, and she was like giving her two cents on like the back. She's like, "There's no rules." She's going on like a whole tangent about that. Because I want to follow rules. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's no happy. Yeah, there's no happy holidays. There's like, yeah, there's the Toys R Us Christmas book. Have fun. Yeah, Buy a yeah. big wheel. The um, uh, what um, what what big store was that? Was that called um that that Christmas uh movie um. Jingle all the way. No, mir- miracle on. Uh, no, I put my pocket down. I I'm Turbo Man. <laughs> no, like well, you can eat my cookie. Oh, you think like a miracle on Thirty Fourth yeah, Street? Yeah, Thirty Fourth Street. Um, what about it? The big, the big, uh, the store. The big. Uh, oh, oh, Macy's. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, Macy's, the big yeah. Macy's book. That's what. That's yeah, what I'm saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they have child slavery, so I don't really <laughs> support them. I got no, my J.C. Penney guy. <laughs> that's Amazon. <laughs> they, that's there Amazon. we go. Oh, my my money's in Amazon. Um. Oh, did you ever have the Scholastic books? In, in, oh, in Scholastic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Now it's but, like... But you know what is? I would never buy books. I would always buy, like, the book accessories. Like, I would be like, oh, man, cool, a Goosebumps, like... A Goosebumps, like... Backpack. Backpack for books I'm not going to put in there. <laughs> That's another show, Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't Goosebumps. think that would be... That would be... No, it's... Yeah, because they were, like, um... They were, like, creepy books, but, like, kids in the 90s weren't pussies. They were, like... <laughs> Like, I remember what was, um, the one with the, the dummy, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, Night of the Night of the Living dummy. dummy. That shit was yeah. mad creepy. Like, the soulless, like, eyes of the dummy on the cover. Like, that's a con thing. There was one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, which made me afraid of swimming. That was really good. Swimming. Oh. Uh, that was the one where it's... The ghost that drowned in the pool Yeah, and, like, they put iodine in the water, and yeah. the monster comes up. Yeah. That would just freak me out to the point where I refused and to swim. For, like, that was really... Years. And that was good storytelling. Yeah. And that was, like, on Nickelodeon, which right. is now... Has fucking I don't know what their big show is now. What is it like? T- I don't know. I this, really that's I'm how not... far we removed we are. Yeah. Well, that's my stuff. safe bet is my 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 friend just had a kid back in June, and he's basically sitting his kid in front of the TV and just not watching television. Just putting in, putting on like Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, that's uh, a classic. Looney Tunes. You're like you're not watching any of this new crap. Like like stuff. like you know what Looney Tunes taught us? I feel like a lot of kids' cartoons don't know is like every Looney Tunes character was just a prick. <laughs> and they prepared you for life, like Wiley. No, that, kind of... That's such a harsh truth, though. That is, people kids... do not realize that at first. Dude, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was a huge prick, but then again, Alma Fro was trying to murder him, so it was like <laughs> it was cool. It's like, all right, you know, they're just dicking around. Oh, like Tweety Bird and like Sylvester. But isn't oh, that yeah. interesting though? Like that. That's the that's like the good like thematic between like good versus evil, even exactly. stuff like that. Even when it's like condescending, when you really do your research about it, you yeah. still get that too. Dude, there's like, like that's how I learned like the harsh, like like you're gonna meet people like Bugs Bunny when you grow up. <laughs> there's gonna be a guy that's gonna mm, eat a yeah. carrot, and then when you turn around, he's gonna just punch you in the face with like an anvil or something. <laughs> I don't know. Or like you know, you're gonna be chasing him because he called your girlfriend the whore, and then all of a sudden. You know, you think you're walking into Jenks, but really he painted a fake door <laughs> and you hit the wall. Like, oh shit, that looked like a real door, but he just went through it. So what would Wiley Coyote be? Wiley Coyote, you know, he was uh, he was an innovator because you know what? 
He spent his entire... You know, actually, no, he's a fucking failure. Now I think about it. He spent his entire <laughs> life... Don't be Wiley Coyote. We can't... I can't make this guy heroic. He spent his whole life chasing a bird. Like, he spent, he spent his whole life savings. Yeah, his whole life... Yeah, you know what? I would... If Wiley Coyote was around now, he would write a negative Yelp review to Acme. He'd be like, Acme, I bought all your shit. You refuse... <laughs> you have the worst refund policy. It's like, I can't catch this goddamn bird. He's like, I even tried your uh, rocket. It blew me up. I like, want to see what that rooster guy would be like in 2018. I say, uh, I say. Oh, the rooster guy. He was, yeah. And you know what? We all kind of knew, like, he might be racist. Foghorn <laughs> like, Leghorn. Like, I say, I say the South will rise again, boy. And like, I'm like, oh, wow, man. Like, it may, Even I'm doing the voice, I'm like, yeah, that, that's And don't wild. you that's find it interesting, like, you, you, learn, you learn about that stuff in school, and it takes that to really connect with connect it. Connect with it. It's like, yeah. oh, man. That would never be... Yo, Sam and Sam, super racist. He, they always had played him like, had him playing like a Confederate soldier. Right. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just learning about yeah, history. Fart, fart and he curses on Yeah, black. he's cursing. Oh god damn it, this is, damn it, North. We won't ball slavery. Like I was like, oh shit, man, that's some real shit. <laughs> Did I learn history? This damn rabbits. Yeah, and then like, uh, who else was? Oh, uh, Speedy Gonzalez was super Mexican stereotype. <laughs> and we never thought twice about it as a kid because no one got upset in the '90s. Now, actually, you don't see Speedy Gonzalez when they make the new like reboots of like. Like, you Looney Tunes, he's just like, oh, yeah. hello, how are you? I'm Speedy. I took English second language like, in school. I've, 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 I've learned how to get rid of my accent in, in 70 days. <laughs> hello, how are you? I will be running very fast I think now. the bigger picture is, too, like, being that we're on the subject, I, I, I've always believed that it's news versus social media. In right. terms of, like, how things were politicized back then, how, like, you know, with, with the FCC, for example... They were so, like, restricted upon, like, music that came out. They would always try to fight to see, like, yeah. what music they would ban and everything. Oh, yeah, but, the, yeah. but the biggest thing is, like, now we have social media, so the publicity for it is going to be ten times as massive just because of, like, how people view it in real time. Oh, but, no, absolutely. You don't have that outlet of uh, instant, like, oh, shit just went down. There you go. It's news now. Exactly. It's, it's like the 90s. What was the biggest news of the 90s? Bill Clinton got a blowjob. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that was it. And, that was, and no one was like upset. Everyone's like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, when yeah, I was a kid, it's like, wait, that's how I think I learned what oral sex was because of... I just don't even know what is is. Because I heard... <laughs> someone's like, he got a blowjob. I'm like... What do you just blow? like blow? I, I, that's the only thing I knew was blow pop. So some chick just gave him like lollipop. The president just gets lollipops. See, I knew you had enough humility to admit that you were a kid. Just yeah, now. I, was a kid, I, was like, I did not have sexual relations. I was like, he had sex, and the president had sex. Cool. I want, and it was. I didn't know who his wife was. I was like, oh, the president. Like, there's like a sultan. He just has like a harem of like ladies. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm just giving blow pops. And that's awesome. How do I get that job? I want to be a blow jobber. I want to give the job of giving out the blow pops. The president. It's like, I, I'm going to give you a job. What's the job time? Blow job. Oh, all right. He's like, oh, boy, loosen your jaw. I'm like, what, sir? Wait, 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 wait. I got grape and watermelon. I don't got jaw flavor. It's like, no, that, that type of blow job. No. So, like, uh, obviously I've seen you a few times, like, throughout yeah. your comedy stuff. Oh, and I and the biggest thing I've worn to your eyes with you is you're someone with no filter unapologetically. And yeah. you should be very proud of that, yeah. who you are as a person. But I wanted to ask you something, though. So my question is, like, what was one time when you were actually performing and you feel like you fucked up so bad that it made you like a better person with your humor and stuff like that? Oh, so like, I, like my 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 humor is very like when you see you saw me at like the roast. Oh like yeah, the roast yeah. is like a very good like I like very biting punchlines. I like shock, but I don't like shock value just for the sake of shock. I want it to be a good joke behind the shock value. Got it. 
which takes me to like you know the Staten Island scene has gotten really great. We have some great comedians here, Greg and Rob, who you know, Carter. Constant shows too. Oh, they're always on shows. They do Pepper Jacks is a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always have me on it, and I'm very uh, appreciative of that. Then my boys were in the shadows. It's like a little mafia. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the strings. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to operate from the shadows, you know. It's and like the Illuminati. No there you go. Yeah, I was jammed to some sync right now. No, but the comedy scene's as good as it's been. I remember, I think I met you back in the day when like hashtag was like the only yeah, like, like 2016, spot. I think that was a while, a yeah. long time. That's when yeah, I met hashtag, you. Hashtag hashtag closed what 2016 or 2016? Yeah, that's when I started comedy. So I've been doing like three years. That now. roast battle we did, I think that was two weeks before it closed. Yes, the yeah. one that was the judge. I don't know why they asked me to judge it. I, I, and they're like, you want to judge? I'm like, all right. I, do, do you realize no one else available? I count my blessings for the one round that I win there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you went up against... Steve. Steve. Ignatius. Oh, Ignatius. Yeah, he's yeah, a cool-ass yeah. guy, though. No, like he's cool. Him. He's got yeah. a great podcast. He's in Strange Company. Yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so out of all the scenes, Staten Island Super, very, very... Um, I guess conservative in terms of what you can say on stage. Like they're very lenient as long as it's in good taste and it's funny. Right. No one's gonna be upset with you. But there's one spot, the Hop Shop, which uh, it's a good mic. It is very good. You know, it's always packed. It's great for. Seems to be organized at least. Very organized. The guy Donald Teachout does do a good job organizing it. But again, he can't control what the crowd feels. Exactly. So it has made me a better comedian going there because I've had some really bad sets there. <laughs> and because like the thing is like. I forget how sensitive the average person is. Right. Like, me and you, we could just talk about me sticking a Q-tip in my son's butt, him pooping on me. It's like, all right, whatever, you know. <laughs> when are we going to get to the semen, guys? In my head, yeah. I'm like, are you sure we could talk about that? Yeah. No. This kid's talking about shit. I want to hear about this kid's cock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Chris Hansen's knocking on the door. He goes, I heard there was an old guy smoking marijuana last week, and uh, now you guys are talking about kids' cocks. I collected podcasts and get... <laughs> But uh, no. To, to, to catch a predator. So what I just said right now would not fly at it's a hop shop. Um, they're just, you know, the city. The hop shop is if you don't want to leave Staten Island but you want that Greenwich Village city experience, you go there. It's the same type of energy. So, like, uh, it's funny. Like, the jokes that get people offended are jokes I don't even think are my offensive jokes. Yeah. So, like, I did a joke. Um, so... I, I do a lot of crowd work. Like, I do, like, a lot... I like to interact with the audience because, like, you know, I think, like, comedy in its organic form is just busting each other's balls. Like, you know, everyone... You know, that's how you become friends with people. Like, you know, break each other's balls. Like, oh, man. Oh. So you didn't like each other. You want to exactly. do it. Exactly. And it, you build, actually, a connection from doing that. So I like to just tease the audience. I, I, I know my boundaries of when to make it tasteful and not be too insulting. So this young girl goes up before me, and she's got a great voice. She does singing. It's like a mixed uh, oh, cool. open mic. So you could do singing, poetry, uh, rapping if you want anything. You could do comedy. Um, so she goes up, beautiful voice, does great. So I notice in the corner of my eye, she's got an older guy and an older woman with her at her table and another right. younger friend. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's like a family situation. Maybe it's her friend or sister or mom and dad. So I follow, so, so to follow her, I'm like, wow, it's here for Alyssa. Amazing voice. Wow, such talent. But you know who has the real talent? It's her father's semen. Like, that's... You have the most talented seed in this room, sir. (laughs) The guy I thought was going to be funny, like, be like, oh, man, because I'm complimenting his seed. I think that's a pretty cool (laughs) thing. I'm like, your fertility game is on point because you just produced this girl with amazing Mariah Carey windpipes. And he goes like, hey, there's kids here. And I was not like, not even to defend his daughter. Not even, no, it gets even better. So he says that, and I'm like in shock because I'm like, I really thought this was gonna go great because the rest of the crowd was starting to feel it, 
and the thing you'll realize, I'm sure when you've done comedy, is once like one person in the crowd like turns on you, like it becomes like a tumor. It's, it's a spread. Exactly. Like laughter's contagious. Not laughing's also contagious. Exactly. Because you don't want to be the one dickhead who's like laughing at the guy who's like not doing well. So that's like, so he starts. He makes the room really uncomfortable. So I'm trying to recover from it, and I'm like, dude, what do you mean 15? I'm like. I'm like, you know what I was saying when I was 15? These kids, like, they, they, he was, like, trying to play, like, the, you know, I'm trying to shelter the kids in this room, you know. Right. First of all, it's Sunday at 10 o'clock, this mic. <laughs> Never, doesn't even start on time. So, really, it's starting at 1130. Why are there 15-year-old kids here? Shouldn't exactly. you be ready for doing, like, the, I don't know, doing your regents exams or whatever? <laughs> I don't know what kids take now. Uh, yeah, regents. Regents are still a thing. Yeah. I don't know if they did away with them because they're too hard for these snowflakes. No, they probably made it. They probably made it easier. Yeah, easier. It's yeah. like if you could write your name and uh, name, you know, one Mariah Carey song. That, that's like, that's uh, Miley Cyrus is probably too, too old. Yeah, music history. Yeah, music history. They're, they're going to do music history. What did Kim Kardashian last snap? All right. <laughs> you get 100. You can go to Berkeley College. Yeah. No, no. Here's the bonus question. When did Gary Vaynerchuk go on LinkedIn and then you go on LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how you find out who the elitists are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, so, uh, yeah, so I say that I try to go in the recovery mode, and I'm usually pretty good on my feet, but this guy just made the room so uncomfortable, and he goes, like, you gotta clean it up, buddy, and I'm like, all right, clean it up, so then I, I purposely, because now I get antagonized, he's like, clean it up, so then I start telling, like, jokes that are purposely mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, I tell one of my jokes, I don't really do this one anymore, because it's, like, one of those jokes that goes one way or another, so I always say, like, oh, you know, I taught my father Tinder, and that he was getting it until the swipe left. He goes, Antonio, what you mean a swipe left? The only time I swipe left is when your mother burns the lasagna. <laughs> and then and then and then sometimes domestic violence doesn't always hit, and that's the follow-up if people don't like it. Um, but that joke, I did that just to piss him off. So now I'm like in antagonistic mode. And I realize like I can't be like that because then like my whole set was just downhill from there. So then I start trying to do my material, and then at that point the crowd hates me, so I don't know if what I'm doing is a good joke. Uh, if my new jokes are, are good because... I don't know if my new jokes are bad because they're bad or they're bad because the audience hates Like, me. timing's of the essence. It's so weird that way. Like, for the few times I've done comedy, I've wanted to realize the hard way. And sometimes, in a good way, it's always on the timing and the moments in the Absolutely. That make it perform. So, once the crowd turned on me from this first guy's outburst, um, yeah, my set went downhill. But then it got worse because then I did a joke that I didn't think was offensive. So, I talk about my son. I said, uh, you know, my I just had a son, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, my wife wants to get his name tattooed on her hip. And I said, baby, you know how stupid that's going to look in 20 years when you're a single mom? <laughs> and so the girl in the front row went, ha ha, like they're really like, like I'm offended. Like you just said something that's not appropriate. Right. So again, now I'm in dick antagonistic mode. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, what upset you about that sweetheart? Using sweetheart knowing that these people don't like the cat calling words. Like now I'm just like in villain mode. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a pure villain right now. Cause I know how sensitive these people are. And now I'm in just fucking, I am Heath Ledger's Joker right now. I'm just doing crazy shit. Just you're, to do you're the Joker of the Jokers. I'm like, why so offended? Snowflake. <laughs> and so she goes like, well, I'm a single mom and we don't get enough credit. We're the toughest bitches on this planet. And I'm just like, oh shit. These people don't understand comedy. These people literally are taking everything I say like as truth. So then at this point, I literally just start just saying, all right, who are we going to friend next? Any blacks here? Oh. And, and I don't actually say a black joke, but like I was like painting myself as such a villain. And it was just so bad that the, um, 
the guy who runs the... I apologize to the guy who ran the mic because it was, like, just, like... Because, like, the guy knows me. He's, like, you've been doing comedy for, like, three years. And, like, the couple of times I've, I've done sh- sets there, I've had good sets, okay sets, but this one was just, like, abysmal. This one, like, <laughs> I was straight... I was just a and, pure and villain. You understood. You knew, like... Yeah, you know, at this point, it's, like, I got into... And what I learned from that bad set is, like, you know, once you're painting as a villain, you're better off trying to win them back over than just, <laughs> just spitefully just <laughs> offending them. Because then, like, they could remember... Because they have a very... Um, they have a very uh, good fan base, this mic. So you'll see a lot of the same people. So I went there a few weeks later, and the guy remembered me. He goes like, hey, man, I loved your set, but that one guy fucked up your vibe in the beginning when like you were just like busting his balls a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, the guy was like so upset that I said he... Um, so this is the big turnaround. So I was like, yeah, the guy was upset that I said that he has great seed because his daughter was so talented. He goes like, that wasn't even his daughter. That was oh, the music wow. teacher. Oh. I was like, What? <laughs> I don't know how the times have changed, but my music teacher in high school would never come out 11.30 on a Sunday night yeah. to watch me sing and then get upset when I talked about semen. I mean, like, that's... That, that is, was even creepier. If I had known... That's pretty weird, though. Like, did your teachers ever go out and, like, hey, no. Christian, oh, you're doing your singing some no, songs? I, 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 like, I school is just like, separate from the personal. Yeah. Like, that. like when crazy. you started telling the story, I figured, like, this guy's not going to be her dad. It's not her dad. Because that's how the stories usually go. Like, I was so like, offended. I, would, I, was, it, 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 the, the, I was more sold that it was her father. Because yeah. the guy was like, you better tone it down. There's kids here. <laughs> like, if I was a stranger, I'd be like, fuck it. Say whatever you want about these kids. They're not my kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking, like, you wouldn't get that from Staten Island. Like, a lot of people no. like, hold his kids here. Because they, they'd be alone with it. They, yes. Because especially, like, the more south in Staten Island, you get the oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so th- so this, is, this is always... I'm tanned, but I date, like, a 18-year-old. <laughs> so I wonder how this interview would go if we weren't in Princess Bay right now. <laughs> I'm in Princess Bay. We were, like, by the Staten Island Ferry or something. I'd be probably talking about how, like, uh, my vegan diet's great. You know, oh, man, I have so much energy. Do you like my man bun, guys? I, I, just, like, I just moved to Irby. I moved to Irby. Um... I hate white people now, even though I'm white. I mean, it's like my thing now. Change my mind. Who changed my mind? Well, that's actually funny. Is uh, like I, I do touch about race a lot in my act because I did an ancestry.com. I did uh the DNA test. Oh, I think I heard this before. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so I did come back. I, I'm only eighty percent Sicilian, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm eight percent uh like Syrian, and then six percent African, and then I think breaks down. I think five uh, percent Middle Eastern and two percent Jewish. So I'm like, I see this. I'm like. Awesome! <laughs> I can make fun of all these people guilt-free. What are you gonna say? Oh, I do that. So a lot now in my act, I keep my results with me. So when I say something, they get offended. I whip it out. Oh, I'm like, bam! No, six percent African American. You guys, buckle up, snowflakes. So it's gonna be a long ride. I'm I'm Sicilian too, but like I'm like dark-skinned Sicilian. So you I'm might like, be my African so brother, I'm, Christian. I'm really nervous. As there's like, a, I want to do ancestry or DNA. There's a six percent chance. No, it's like I'm 6%. really nervous that I'm gonna be like you're like. Forty percent Italian and like thirty percent like something else, like African. I'm gonna be like that's. Oh. The, I'll tell you right now if you're if you're if you're uh, you might have African. Have you ever found Tyler Perry funny? Kind of. <laughs> Me too. I'm like I'm like I hate Medea, but I can't look away. I mean, there's something. No, I like the Medea character. I just think like that he's gonna stop making those. He's Medea gotta stop. Medea. I I explained this to this. You know who Medea is. Medea is the strong black version of Ernest. Remember Ernest. Oh yeah, oh, oh, Ernest okay, scared okay. stupid. Yeah. Ernest goes to jail. Like she is black Ernest. Like, like Ernest... the first time I heard of Medea was like my mom's like, oh, watching a movie. I go like, what's the name of the movie? She goes, Diary, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, and I'm like, 
I don't thought it was a comedy. I'm yeah. like, what? What like what? what like the Wayans brothers make this? And I was like, no, it's Colin Perry. I go, who? Oh, this is like 2006. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's really funny. I'm yeah, like, he's been doing it for a while. I mean, yeah. I, I commitment to the character. I mean, I don't know who likes her, but like, he's making movies. Yeah. That's how I think he's just that's that's Ernest. That's his Ernest. Like yeah. Ernest went to jail. Ernest, Ernest saved Christmas. Christmas. Ernest saved Hanukkah. Ernest saved, Ernest saved Hanukkah. Ernest saved Halloween. Ernest scared Stoop was doing one that I Ernest scared Stoop was funny. He's throwing yeah. milk at goblins. Yeah, like yeah. now now you can't do like my son has a dairy sensitivity. This movie <laughs> He's intolerant. Yeah. Ben Ernest. Like, yeah. He has to throw almond milk to kill the <laughs> gremlins or whatever. Yeah, and then he's got to find, he's got to uh, finish it off with the soy milk, too. Yeah. He's got to do that, too. So, and then, then he opens so up kisses the gremlin at the end. Oh, I love all that. Now, to kind of, like, turn the tables on, though, like, you now you just spoke about, like, you know, some of the more awkward times that you performed. What was one time that you performed that it was, like, such a bro-fest? Like, everyone was just, like, um, on your side. Oh, bro-fest is every time I perform. <laughs> oh, boy. So now, me and the Staten Island community, we've kind of, um, kind of pushed forward this, uh, this philosophy called cock-fucking. Oh now boy. Christian's looking oh. at me like, why did we invite this guy? I'm completely regretting this. This kid's talked about scat. Now he's fucking with his cop. How else would you fuck with? So in comedy, we'd always say like, if you did great, you killed. Yeah. So just one day, I don't know. I did a show in Jersey. It was me, Greg, and Rob Cartazone, and uh, in New Jersey, like everyone who was get- doing well. Oh, Greg has no filter. Oh, Greg's the best. Greg's oh, Greg. We talk about mafia movies. <laughs> Rob's they're, they're great. I love them. So we do this show, and everyone from New Jersey is talking about, like, this is the first bro, like, the first bro set I did. And, like, I guess when my bro character, my, my stage persona, like, came to fruition. So everyone in New Jersey at this show is just, like, doing what we call now cheap pops. Remember Mankind used yeah. to talk about cheap oh, pops? Okay. Right yeah, here yeah. in New York. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Easy yeah. things that get easy applause. So this girl would be like, oh, my God, let me hear it, New Jersey, wherever town we were. Yeah. Let's say we're in Hackensack. Hey, let's hear it, Hackensack. And it's like, oh, man, I just came from Wawa's. And everyone's like, yeah, from Wawa's. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm going to go up there. And I'm just going to be like a super sick bro. I just went up there. I'm like, yeah, bro, I just came from Headliners. I went to Powerhouse Gym in Hazlitt. And, then, oh. and, dude, they were all just going nuts. I was asking this one bro. I was like, bro, how much you bet? She goes like, I don't know, bro, 305. I'm like, yo, 306, bro. And I just got on stage started doing push-ups. Like, they were going nuts. Greg and Rob are like pissing themselves. They think it's the most <laughs> ridiculous. Sick. They think it's the most ridiculous thing that I'm doing. So I finished the set. I had a great set. I come out. I'm like, yeah, bro. That's how you cock fuck New Jersey. <laughs> so up until that time, like cock fuck was just like, oh man, I got cock fuck. Like they would use it in like the light of like, you know, I got gypped. Like oh man, you know, oh man, I paid for you know Cinemax, but oh man, they only gave me HBO. I got <laughs> I got cock fucked by Time Warner. You know what package did I really pay for? But then we turn cockfuck into like this positive Please, thing. Please, you the cable bill. Yeah, this is gonna be like, this episode is gonna be banned in like this episode is gonna be banned in the North Shore. <laughs> There's only gonna be a last <laughs> episode no, too like, hot for the North Shore. I can see like podcast. I can see dark. like CTV wants to pick up like a streaming opportunity. Wait, it's CTV? Like, yeah, I used to work at CTV. Oh, uh, CTV. CTV. I did. I did you ever have any relations with the guy Nevin Cummings who does the uh, comedy variety no, show? No, I've never had any relations. Were you, were you with ever one? Who was on like one of those? I've seen like a couple of them. I did one you most did one? recently. Me, Sal Coldenado, also Got a good it. friend of mine, funny did you dude. Do, uh, late late night with Johnny P. No, I uh, think I think he ended. I don't think he does it anymore. Um, I would love to do it because no, Johnny P would always have a hot broad every episode. It'd be a different broad. That's the most Italian thing you could do. I, and he never introduced the girl. He was like, "Yeah, I'm Johnny oh, P." Yeah, sure, yeah. And this is Dina, and that's it. <laughs> I think I'll be there like filing her nails, like cracking gum. Like I started working like CTV. Like I don't know if you know um, Frank Morano. 
He did. He he oh, did Murano Vision. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know so the name. like, I he, he finished doing Murano Vision, and I came in to see TV, like about a year and a half after he finished, and uh, the shows that I ran was um, um, was. Caputo in the Kitchen, which was my dad's cooking show. Oh, nice. And my dad, like, the story about that is my dad's like, who the hell's going to watch this? He did, like, three shows, and, like, he's walking in the middle of the mall. People are stopping him, taking pictures. Hey, Mr. Caputo, your chicken milanese was off the hook. Your chicken part. It's like he's signing autographs. People, he's at a party. See, your dad's like the Guy Fieri of Staten Island. Yeah, he's at a party. Oh, Caputo. He's at a Christmas party. So moment's like, you look very familiar. My dad's like, I don't know. I go... You do a cooking show. My dad's like on the floor dying. He's like, Mr. Kaboom, view piccata. I know you know the piccata guy. Microwave in the kitchen. I know you too. I did that. I did. Uh, I had two shitty films. Um, that Don't sell yourself short. I'm sure they're there. Are they like the room? Like where it's like bad but like good. No, those are yes, my movies. No, what no. Are you <laughs> no, I, I did two Star Wars ripoffs. Okay. Called Galaxy Wars. Oh, nice. And they were yeah. I'll, I'll, Whenever I hear this, Star Wars this, ripoff, I either think of Spaceballs and then Parody. Like, <laughs> oh no, like after and I was this, hoping it was the latter. You were gonna tell me after Pocket's gone, I'll show you Galaxy Wars. It's I great. love to see Galaxy Wars. Yeah, and uh, I did two. How did you do? Like, uh, did you like? How did you cast the women? Because I feel like now in the very Me Too era, we're in like Here's how this casting goes. How this is a great start. We did it. They're all dudes. It was just it was a sausage fest. It was funny for like sausage wars. We 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 did a trailer for a film that we were gonna do a couple weeks ago. So like we did casting and. We, we had casting in my friend's apartment at the Tyson's Apartments. Now, Tyson's is kind of... Tyson's Apartments. In New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like... Mm, I don't some know. parts are good. Some parts you could kind of feel like suspicious about. And Why? You think there's there's a certain kind of people that makes yeah. you feel uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's, that's it. it. You know what? I draw the line at this guy. <laughs> Shit, you're so a friend of the so like, it's funny, like, I'm 6% African. I don't like the tone you guys are like. Tone you're African. You bunch of crackers. Who are you called a cracker? 6% of me is going to move so, the Tyson. I'm offended. No, no, like, I know the place you're Yeah, sketchy had, neighbors everywhere. But we had, uh, we had my, my friend who we were casting with, he was like, I don't know how many women are going to come. We're going to get more men showing up for the casting call. All women showed up. Really? All and ladies. I made the joke. I said, where's the black couch? Where's the camera? Where's oh, the man. casting couch? What's going on Love here? casting couches. I mean, I mean, like, like as a woman, I would feel, like, uncomfortable. Like, I mean, I, I could get it, like, if you're, like, getting casted. Like, you guys are gentlemen. I know you guys. I guess, right? Do awkward, I know you? Awkward pause for you. <laughs> I know you guys. Silence. No, you, you look no, at no, Christian no, no. like so sure. You look at me like, oh, I've known him for too uh, long. The goose. Yeah, I know the goose. Yeah. Is yeah. No. He's selling up to his old chick. He's like, all right, sweetheart. What's like, your name? It's like, shut up and caught. No. <laughs> sweetheart, show a little cleavage. All right. You want to be a big star, don't you? <laughs> I, can like, see goose, I can see Goose selling a chomp in a cigar like with his feet up on a desk. Like, I guess you want to be a star, sweetheart. No, but yeah, but I, 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 I'm surprised a lot of women showed up because like, yeah. I, I told my wife all the time, if we had a daughter, which I'm glad we don't, like, I'm so, like if I had to have a daughter, I'd have to raise like a Ronda Rousey because like, <laughs> it's so scary to have a girl now because there's so many creepy dudes and like if you're really good at sports, you could get away with a lot of stuff. Like that's, that's the gist I get from the media. So it's like as a girl, I wanted her to be like a badass. So like as a girl, like I commend women who like show up like casting things. So it's like, who knows who's the next Weinstein, you know? yeah. Oh, so since here you uh you like you want a hot dog eating contest. I got a sausage for you now, sweetie. <laughs> let's see, let's see how much of a sausage you can eat. You yeah. like sausage, and he actually 
Because he's a gentleman who brings like extra sausage platter. Yeah, yeah. This is Primo's is good like, stuff. Oh, My mother made like sausage that? and peppers. You look yeah, hungry. Yeah. No, I'd be like, would you like a penny vodka slice with that, please? You want some bread? You want some bread to soak up the sauce? <laughs> that would be a really good like comedy skit. It's like, hey, you, like you think he's going to say something yeah. perverted to this poor young girl and he's just coming out with this great quality Italian meat. <laughs> he goes to Superstar. It might be a little too hot for you, sweetheart, but take a little slice. You slide. want some gobble gold? Yeah. Like, so, come on. You tip it in the olive oil I got for you. I got some secret sauce for you right now. I got some secret sauce for you right now. It's my grandma's secret yeah, recipe. Yeah, my mother, you know what the secret is? She puts a little cranberry juice in the in the, in the, in the sauce. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Put no. some, a little bit of cream in it. Right? Yeah, it's oh, gonna be, yeah, this is going to be this gonna be a hot cat. I would, I want to I wanna play the unsuspecting girl. <laughs> oh, God. You wear a wig. I gotta wear a wig. I wouldn't wear cleat. I wouldn't want to, like, put implants in it. Because, you know what? Every body type's beautiful, you know? You <laughs> pig men. You like your cleavage. Griselli will be like, oh, come on, so we got to mush them together for me. <laughs> Not the boobs and the two pieces of bread. You're missing all the sauce. I'm hungry now. I don't know. I'm hungry now. Thank God you brought brownies. I brought some brownies, yeah. what, what a gentleman you are. I am. No, no, no. What's in the brownies? It's, it's, no, basic, it's basic white girl uh, season in my house. Hey, hey, like, yeah, it's a pumpkin spice. I love pumpkin spice. Made... Oh, I didn't mean to mispronoun you. I'm sorry. Uh, pumpkin spice everything. I'll let it slide. The 2% Jew of me will uh, let it slide. I won't get my lawyer. Pumpkin spice everything. I'm like, pumpkin, where's my bro- pumpkin pie? But there's no pumpkin, bro. Like, there's no bro. Like, like, what's the bro version of fall? Like, women are like, oh my god, oh, pumpkin. oh my god, pumpkin spice. Like, no bros. Like, yeah, leather and football. Like, <laughs> no, so you imagine a guy like a bro, which like, yeah, it's like, where's my pumpkin spice? Well, I'm, having, I'm surprised they haven't cashed in on like pumpkin spice, like muscle milk. Like that's that's a market they got to go into. Like, like what does like a really festive oh. bro? Like a bro's like, yo, why is my... I think we're on the same... Like Move whey, over Christian, whey, Like pumpkin spice flavored whey. Yeah, exactly. Yes, the, this, this, yeah, maybe you and your basic... You, know, your, your, you and your basic guidette, like, you know, she's kicking up with her Uggs, sipping her pumpkin latte, and you just got this sick pump from the gym, and you need that protein. But you know what? You feel like being a little festive. Pumpkin <laughs> you spice want a little, way. You need a little nutmeg in your fucking creatine, like, you know? <laughs> I got your nutmeg right here. Yes. <laughs> you know the bros want. Hey, you're saying Listen, the bros like when the leaves change too. You know it makes their swole look good. Oh, you know it's all about swole. the cuts in the bicep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, being a bro, you know, that was my former life. I know you want to get to my old bro life. <laughs> oh, you've already gone to. It. Yeah, I'll be talking about. It. I was a former bro from from the ages of 18 to like 22. Because 22, I met my wife and I had to retire. The bro I had to retire the uh, the Italian jersey. How's the pension going? Yeah, you know, it's not good. You know? <laughs> it's not a good time for Brooks. Let me tell you how the bro life was. You guys remember Blue Lounge? How old are you? Like, I'm 30. You guys, 28. 20. 20. So you guys, where are I saying? You remember Blue I've Lounge? I've never been there, but a bunch of my friends. Hush. Are. You remember, like, Hush? Like, all Hush, the old, yeah. The old, the old, like, uh, like, club spots that were notorious for underage drinking. I literally had an ID from a place in New Jersey that didn't exist, and they would let me in. <laughs> Wait, it, what? It was like, I, I don't know if I still have it. I have the picture. I don't know. Uh, I'll send it to you guys want to blast it on the cast. I don't know how you guys do your, you know, your social. No, media. we're gonna make one cut or whatever in like the video itself. And then, and it's just gonna be that one. Yeah, I'll send you the picture. I have it on my Instagram. I'll send it to you. And I, my fake ID was from a place from a place called Ocean Township, New Jersey. I went to one of the places I think it was called Beer Goggles. It was off of uh, Bay Street. It used to be one of the notorious underage. I've heard of that places. one. Yeah. So I went there, and the guy looks at it, the bouncer. He scoffs at me and goes like, "I live in Jersey. This place doesn't exist." Have fun. And he goes, like, <laughs> nice. like, they needed the money so bad. They're like, whatever, this kid needs to get his stomach pumped. I'll just say, oh, we didn't know he was, uh, you know, he was oh he was 17. <laughs> but yeah, no, but, but being Guido back then was like, before the Jersey Shore, like, glamorized it. Like, 
a lot of Guidos are probably going to get me too, I have to say. Because the whole protocol was you'd go to these clubs, it'd be loud. There was no, like, hey, what's up, girl? My name's Anthony, like, or Antonio, depending on how suave I wanted to be that day. <laughs> depending um, on what day. Yeah. If the girl looked like she hated Italians, like, hey, I'm Anthony. Oh, you seem very <laughs> Irish. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, love, I love potato famines. How about you? <laughs> potato famines. And then you'd just be like, may I please buy you a drink? Oh, man, please. Oh, sweetheart, you are the sweetest Southern man. I wish I was a Southern guy. Southern guys must get mad tail because they were just like that sweet accent. But I digress. But back then, when you were in these loud clubs, you would just go up to a girl. Maybe you'd make eye contact. Or maybe, if you were a real pro, you'd just creep up behind the girl. All of a sudden, the girl would just feel gentle friction behind her. And she would have, so it would be a girl, you'd be creeping up behind the girl, and a girl's She'd friend be like, would be here. Oh, too small. She's like, oh, I feel something here. Oh, oh man, God, is that a Tic Tac? Oh, <laughs> oh, man. But then her friend would give her the look. And she'd be like, she gave her like a smile, like, all right, this guy's cute, let him just start grinding on you. But if the girl gave you the look, like, mm-mm, girl, she'd just pull you away. And, like, that was consent back then. Like, you would just go around and creep up to girls. And, like, it was cool. Like, no one ever got upset. Like, yeah, a girl would mush you in the face or, like, oh, go away. But, like... You would go up to a girl, start grinding on her. She'd like look her back. It's like, oh, good, this guy's got a sick mutton chop. I'm gonna dance with this guy. Oh, he smells like he, he smells like Armani Code. Oh, I like this guy. <laughs> and then you would start dancing, and then maybe you'd like start making out, and then you'd start talking. So like, <laughs> you you would skip so That's many steps. Completely out of order. Dude. Exactly. It Hashtag was a different family values. Guys. <laughs> I love my kid, by the way. My wife, my child, and my mate. Just to plug it in, you want to I'm a family man. This is old Antonio. If you want to write letters to collect the podcast, you can go kristencaputo.email, whatever your thing is. No, Complain at email.email. At email. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, back in these clubs, like Pasha, remember Pasha was a notorious Guido spot in the city. You would go in and you would hear nothing. Like, I would leave there with my ears ringing. And when you would meet girls there, you wouldn't have conversations until, like, way after you've already, like, grinded on somebody. <laughs> like, it's completely unethical by today's standards, but that's what you would do. You would go up to a girl. Maybe, like, a guy would swap. I would go up to a girl. I'd grab her by the hand and give her, like, a twirl. And she'd be like, oh, my friend's charming. And then she'd reach in her pocket for mace, and then I'd get mace. And then that's usually how that would end up. But no, but, like, yeah, it was the alpha male was king back then. Like, in, like, early 2000s. Now I would say 2000, mid-2000s. Um, like, if you were out, al- that was alpha male. You would go with your sick blowout. Yeah, bro, when Evanescence was on the radio. <laughs> Evanescence, oh, you heard Bring Me to Life, you oh, know yeah. you were hooking up. <laughs> bro, if you were dancing to a girl and Evanescence, Bring Me to Life, the hard club version came up. You, if you didn't jam your tongue down this girl's throat, you, your friends would question your sexuality instantly. <laughs> no, but that's what you would do. You would just go up to these girls, start dancing with them. You'd make out, and then you'd start, like, getting to know each other. Oh, hey, whatever, hey. That's all right, we just made out. What's your name? Hey, what's your name? Oh, you're, you're like, like, my like sick chain girl. <laughs> You like my muscles. I wasn't like a ripped Guido. I was like the Vinny. If I had to compare him to my Jersey Shore, because like I was like an authentic, like sweet Italian boy, but like, <laughs> but like you know, I knew, I knew, I, I hung out with like some dirty Guidos. Like we would all like roll into like the clubs. And the worst thing is that I learned as a Guido is you can't roll into these clubs with your boys. As cool as that sounds, like you, you just go in there, go in. It to really war. is not cool. At all no time. one likes this. Like, my friend used to have a saying saying, "In a sword fight, no one wins." You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sausage fast. You know, if you're gonna go to a sausage fast, you better hope someone brought a bunch of buns. You know what I mean? But when I started when I started going out with like my close girlfriends, like girls I was friends with, he like girls looked at you in a different light. It's like, yo, this guy's rolling in with like six girls. Like, well, I want to know about this guy. Like, your creep level drops when, because like the whole theory was that if these girls are are laughing, hanging out with you, like, oh, this guy must not be a creep. Like, why would these girls like? Because yeah. you know, that camaraderie around girls where they're like. I got like how I went from like talking about scat now. I'm like, yo, bro, is that you get girls, bro? Bro, you rolling with chicks, you get chicks. 
No, but yeah, like that was like it was a different time back then. And now I don't know how kids hit. I haven't been to a bar in years because obviously I'm a, I'm a family right. man because I love my wife <laughs> and child. Guys. I haven't fist. If I fist pump now, my arthritis, my carpal tunnel <laughs> hits me. I can't do it. I get it up, maybe two, three good pumps, and that's it. My social it. security kicks in, and then yeah, I can really Yeah, I gotta get that pension. 401k, my Ross, my... My, my hand has an AARP card. Yeah, so dude, I, I get, my hand gets a discount at Denny's if I go there early enough. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know if you guys... No, like, like, how like, do you I'm, hit on a girl at a bar now? Now it's like... You kind of have to be more subtle with it. Like, right. you can't give, like, as many signs. Like, right. unfortunately... You have to play a little hard to get right. as much as they're willing to play hard to get with yeah, you. I would, but then, like, you kind of have to come in the middle, and then usually get, like, a number, a couple dates, and stuff like that. If my wife, yeah, because now, because you know what, I... I'm not about the dating app stuff. That, see, that's, yeah. I'm glad you, you're saying that, Jerry. You hate Jerry, right? Jerry. Jerry McGuire. Jerry. No, Nobody so, right. yeah, but no, well, you're saying that's true, because when I started going out in the Guido phase... There was no Tinder. There was online dating was taboo. Like if you met someone online through like Match.com, which I think was the only one out at that time, like it was weird. It was like so unnatural. Like so, like I when I e, I think eHarmony too. eHarmony, my yeah, Match and eHarmony like were the first one. So when I started dating my wife, like that's it. That was um, that's it. Once I started dating her, I missed the whole online dating thing. So I, I had my friends like showing me Tinder and be like, oh, what do you think about this girl? I'm like, oh, she's cute. All right, swipe right. I'm like, that's it? <laughs> like, like it's like... It, it what makes step two? Like, what the, do you do? The beta male is thriving because of online apps. Because back then, it was like survival of the fittest. Like, if you didn't go up and approach the girl in, in, in the harsh... In the Guido time of 2005, like, you wouldn't talk to a girl. Like, you either had to have a friend introduce you. Like, oh, hey, my girlfriends are meeting up. I'll introduce you. Or you just had to go cold open... And be like, hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously, I wouldn't always grind up on girls. <laughs> because I have a wife and child who I love dearly for many for many years. If you're listening to this on a collective podcast network, I am a great husband. So then, right, you would creep on bitches sometimes. But then, like, yeah, you would go up. Like, if you were a shy guy, you didn't get girls' numbers. You didn't make out with girls. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, Christian's raising his hand. But I could tell, this guy's a quiet guy, but he's probably packing a monster schlong. Like, I could tell. <laughs> it's always the guys with, like, the awkward posture who have, like, the biggest, like, fucking hammers. Conspiracies. Yeah, this is my, consp- this is my big dick conspiracy, guys. <laughs> Kristen, ladies, if you're listening on the collective pocket, Kristen, he's got a nice it's touching wife. the floor right now. I don't know if you could see this in podcast, <laughs> but we're all pantsless <laughs> right now. Slim. So that's the moral of the story. So, so times have changed, is what I'm saying. That's the take-home point, Collective. <laughs> so, we really appreciate such an amazing hour of pure comedy. I yeah. feel like we're just at one of your shows right now. This you is, know, it's perfect. If you're at one of my shows, I'd have to give you guys refunds. <laughs> there you go. But I wanted to actually plug in for you maybe a couple oh, yeah. shows that you have coming up. Oh, to yeah. end off the podcast. I haven't been doing a lot of stuff in the city, so but I've been doing stuff on Staten Island. On uh, the 17th, I'm going to be at Rosebank Tavern. Uh, John Kirshner and Nick Cara. Great comedians, good friends of mine. They throw a great show there. Oh, yeah. Free show, monthly. They get they, a great show. They do show. a really good job there. It's really good. They always manage to get a decent crowd. And the regulars there are really on board with the show. So I'll be there on the 17th. Uh, the next uh, Pepper Jack show, I don't know when that is, but uh, they do it monthly. Uh, Greg and Rob, Carter's own, uh, great show. I always drop in there. That's like my comedy seller. Like, I could just come in with like my hat like I'm Seinfeld. I'm not going to say his first name because, you know... Gerard is going to get upset if I say Jerry. He's going to just go call Fox and be like, I want all the syndication of Seinfeld taken off the air. This I guy's name of Batman. I love Seinfeld. Don't do that. Just call him Seinfeld. He's, he's, he's like Bono now. He's like Bono, Bono Share. He has no first name. 
You don't want to upset your friends? You, you're developing a new alias. I couldn't be more honest. I am. Like, he's just going to be you, Sally. That's it. Goose Sally. Goose Sally. I like Goose Sally. The first time I heard someone say Goose Sally, I was like, yeah, it makes more sense than his real name. But yeah, I'll be there on um, on the Pepper Jack show. I'll be on the 17th. And then uh, I haven't really done anything too big on the island, but there's a new show on Gatsby's on the Bay that Farouk Hussein's doing. Another good friend of mine. Oh, he's really good. Really funny dude. Um... He just did the inaugural show, so it went really well. So he's going to be doing shows. Patrick Haggerty, he's going to be doing a show at Rab's Country. I'll probably get a spot there soon. I'd be great if I'm playing these spots that you could see me at, and they just don't give me spots. They're, <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're like, Antonio, you're too controversial on this collective podcast. We can't book you. <laughs> Club etiquette. We can't. We can't put this. This is gonna be the after dark episode. No, and then you'd be like, no. The keyword is etiquette. I'm just trying to prove a yeah. lesson to you guys right now. Um, you can see me, and Greg and Rob, have a podcast, the Greg and Rob podcast. I'm an occasional uh, special guest on there every now and then. Uh, they do a great job. They definitely. You could have them on here. They'd be a hoot. They're some funny guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, those are my plugs. Yeah. I mean, you can follow me on uh, social media, Antonio Gerardo, G I U R A T O. On Facebook, I don't use Twitter. Twitter's not for me. Twitter will get it's me in trouble. It's just so outdated. It's outdated. Like, I'm, what am I gonna tweet? No one cares what I think. Yeah. I mean, at least on Facebook, when I put out a, a, a thought, like I know it's like the people what my friends care about what I think. I don't. A guy in Arkansas isn't gonna care about my hot hashtag of the week. Exactly. Um, Instagram. Eh, you can follow me on Instagram. That's very eclectic. I don't really use that for comedy. That's for cooking. <laughs> my action figures. And uh, the my child. <laughs> old vintage club shots. <laughs> Uh, I actually got. Are you rubbing up against women? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Then in this day and age, I'm a family man. <laughs> Anything I said was the old Antonio. He doesn't exist anymore. If you want to contact me, please call Charles. Just like how services. Christians, a former Toys R Us employee, Toys R Us doesn't exist. Guido Antonio doesn't exist. They're all just figments of the past. You can't press charges. But if you do, Christian Caputo at email dot email <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, just follow me on social media, have fun. I'm sure hopefully I get some new friend requests from this uh, amazing episode that'll probably get you guys banned, to be honest with you. <laughs> off of the North Shore. YouTube, yeah, off the North Shore. Probably like past <laughs> Westerly, pa- Westerly Below are probably good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the city be like, they're talking about scat and stuff. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? It's good, but I, as I mentioned, I'm 2% Jewish, I'm 6% African. Syrian, maybe. I don't know. Did we offend the Syrians today? How about that oil, Syrians? And yeah, I think we're good. I think I covered all my bases. All right. Thanks for guys having me. I'll plug this episode. You guys are great. You're gentlemen. All right. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks, guys. You got it. What a workout that was. I'm exhausted. (laughs) Especially talking with Antonio Gerardo. No, but I have to say, though, in all seriousness, very good guest. He was a bowl of entertainment, and that is an understatement. You will definitely be witnessing all of the action jam-packed. It is going to be. Yeah. Some controversial, some not. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So Way to finish my sentences. I yeah. love it. So, uh, I want to say Chris is our next guest. Hopefully, I want to say he's going to be the next one. We're going to have him on to talk about Volta Horror. Me and Chris's debate about Halloween. And Antonio Gerardo. Yes. Um... So yeah, so we have some uh, guests, hopefully that we can't talk about yet, but big guests that are going to be on within the next couple of months. Keep you guys in suspense. Um, going to talk more about the uh, trailer that we had with Chris and whatnot. But yeah, so uh, thanks for listening. And just so oh. I could plug it in, Joe Volante, come on the podcast. Yeah, it's not a it's not a podcast unless we mention Joe Volante. 
Uh, but yeah, so uh, hit that subscribe button, all that great stuff in the beginning that I said. Um, yeah, and uh, so uh, I guess uh, I guess that's it. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I guess that's it, Jerry. Oh, yes. Yes, as I start choking on these pretzels that, that, I, that I've been eating for the last five minutes. Um, yeah. So, uh, see ya. Love you.